I want to be very clear that this episode of Switchy School was not planned. However, many of you wanted to know our thoughts and feelings, so we are literally recording this episode in the car as we drive back from St. Louis to Arkansas. Please note that in doing this episode, we are not adding to the narrative, spreading negativity, or taking sides. Of course, we love Taylor with our whole heart, and we will be biased towards her. We are simply presenting you with all the facts. It's a wild ride, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Stephanie, do you have anything to say? I just am speechless over all these things that have gone down. Everything has happened so fast. Guys, I really wish that we had a camera right now and we could give you like a live stream into this because we are literally driving down Interstate I-55 coming back from St. Louis. We've been in St. Louis for the weekend and... Desperate times call for desperate measures. Amen, sister. And everyone was like calling, texting, DMing, wanting to know our thoughts on this situation. I literally was not planning on do. We were not planning on doing this an episode this week um, because nothing was happening until yesterday. Uh, And we're both very busy. It's a holiday week coming up. So the only time that we could... Uh, arrange our schedules was in this car ride that we're currently on for over five hours. Here we are. So, I've made the timeline, Stephanie, or not the timeline, the outline, and Stephanie's been driving, and we're just going to kind of take you through all that's happened with Taylor in the last, like, 24 hours, you could say. Yeah, if even If even 24. It's been, like, a lot of emotions for us Um, because I don't think I mentioned this but we were seeing Shawn Mendes in St. Louis and Stephanie and that's like her man (laughs) literally she is in love with him and so we were seeing him this all broke yesterday like hours before the concert it was the worst timing I was very distraught you can right Steph like I was literally on the couch I was having trouble getting ready for the concert it was a bad deal it was supposed to be Shawn's big moment and all this just happened. Came out of literal nowhere. Yes. We were literally at lunch. Let me just set the scene for you. We were literally at lunch. It's a beautiful day in St. Louis. Beautiful day in St. Louis. <laughs> um, that's ironic because it was really hot and yeah. it wasn't that beautiful. I mean, it was beautiful, True. but it was hot. We weren't a fan of the heat. Um, and we're eating at this great restaurant that Stephanie's friend recommended. LOL. And <laughs> My friend. Uh, we. We're just sitting there chatting, whatever, and Stephanie's like... I actually saw this news first for once, which is rare. She broke the news to me, which is crazy. So tell them what happened. So I saw... I was sitting there at lunch and just happened to get on Instagram, I guess while Kate was up for some reason, and I saw that eight minutes ago, Taylor had posted this story, and it was a screenshot. So Taylor posted this on her story. It was a screenshot of an old post of Justin Bieber... FaceTiming Scooter Braun and Kanye and maybe one other person. And Justin had posted the screenshot of that on his Instagram with the caption, like, Taylor, what's good? And Taylor had put that on there and then written her own words on it and circled Scooter's face and said that this is, like, a picture of Scooter bullying me 
a long time ago. He, you know, he's always done this type of stuff to me. Um, swipe up to read what I have to say. And so that's when we, like, swiped up to see her Tumblr post to read all this crazy stuff that had gone down with her music. Um, great job, great job. Stephanie's literally driving, and she just broke that down. That's very <laughs> impressive. Um, Multi-talented. Very talented. Just like Sean. Just like Sean. <laughs> <laughs> um... So I think the next like notable thing. Well, first of all, it's really funny because Stephanie said it so casually. She was like, "What's this on Taylor Swift's story?" Yeah, she I was, was just had no idea that anything was going to go down. We like had, we said, it was a beautiful day. We were about to see Shawn Mendes. We had it was no be idea. The greatest day of my life, and then I never would have expected something like this to happen. Do you need to tell about the cornbread? We were eating like. Oh my gosh! Such we also were eating the greatest cornbread of my whole life. At it was time. just a beautiful time to set the scene, so you could imagine this. Yes. Um, okay, so kind of going back just a little bit. So that morning, and I had seen it because remember, I think I might have said something about, oh my gosh, Scooter Braun bought oh, Big yeah. Machine Records. So I'm like a very big Scooter Braun fan, which is why this has been such a just trying time for me. <laughs> I literally told someone two days ago, three days ago now, that I wanted to be Scooter Braun when I grew up. Like professionally, my career goals aligned with him. So I'm a little embarrassed now. Maybe. Um, I'm not embarrassed, conflicted. I'm a little conflicted. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. So the Wall Street Journal posted this big announcement and article um, saying that Scooter Braun was buying Big Machine Records from Scott um, Bruce I think is how you say his last name, um, for $300 million, which is crazy. Um, for those of you who don't know who Scooter Braun is, he has um, I, uh, it, it's Helic E. I don't know how to say it, but he owns like a holding company, an LLC, um, and in in this purchasing of this, that company slash scooter is gaining um, a variety of country and pop artists, plus the six albums that Taylor Swift has released up to date, um, because Taylor was originally signed with the Big Machine Records since she was 15 years old, um, and that kind of we'll kind of get into that a little bit but when he bought this he was getting all of her um records and masters um scooter already has schoolboy records label a music publishing company and um he manages clients such as justin bieber ariana grande zach brown band demi lovato tori kelly dan and shay jay balvin and more um, so he's a very influential guy. Oh, I didn't even realize Obviously, he has a lot of talent on his hands. Um, again, while I was such a fan of him, he seemed, seems like such a good businessman. Um, again, maybe. <laughs> um, also, another little fun fact is Scooter was Kanye West's manager during the infamous 2016 feud with Taylor Swift, um, which resulted in her taking an extended break from the public eye. Um, so whenever this comes out, everyone on social media is like congratulating Scooter. Like Ariana Grande posted on her story, like all his friends, tons of people. Scooter's sharing them all on his story. He made a post about it. Um, about him buying the company, not yes. the Taylor thing Yeah, yet. no, no, no. Posting the article. Right. Announcing it Sunday morning. Um, and one of the things that kind of now looking back has sparked a lot of controversy and um, was one of the things that he shared was he shared a story that a friend shared of scooter on the cover of wall street um announcing this and he the guy captured it when your friend buys taylor swift and then right 
and then Scooter shared that on his story. So I didn't see that or notice that until after the fact, but not 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 a great thing because as you know, it's 2019 and you cannot buy women, ladies and, and gentlemen. Um, so Taylor left Big Machine Records late last year after a 10-year contract expired. She signed a new record deal with Republic Records, um, which is an imprint of Universal Music Group. So that happened. Everyone was excited, etc. Then we're at lunch, and we see goes down. eating the cornbread, <laughs> and we see that Taylor, like Stephanie said, posted this picture on her story with a swipe-up link. The swipe-up link is very important to note, um, because if you just saw the story, you probably were a little confused. So, we kind of debated over this. Um, I couldn't really decide. Ste- Stephanie, we weighed in. But I'm going to go ahead and just read the Tumblr post in case those of you couldn't find it. Um, because it's like, if you don't under, if you didn't read it, you're not going to understand anything that's going on. Also, you should know that Taylor is a big fan of Tumblr and does most everything on Tumblr. So it makes sense that she posted this to Tumblr, not Facebook. Um, so this is what she said, and I quote, For years I asked, pleaded, let me start over. For years I asked, pleaded for a chance to own my work. Instead, I was given an opportunity to sign back up to Big Machine Records and earn, in quotes, one album back at a time for every new one I turned in. I walked away because I knew once I signed the contract, Scott Broshita would sell the label, thereby selling me in my future. I had to make the excruciating choice to leave behind my past, music I wrote on my bedroom floor and videos I dreamed up and paid for from the money I earned playing in bars, then clubs, then arenas, then stadiums. Some fun facts about today's news. I learned about Scooter Braun's purchase of my masters as it was announced to the world. All I could think about was the incessant manipulative bullying I've received at his hands for years. Like when Kim Kardashian orchestrated an illegally recorded snippet of a phone call to be leaked and then Scooter got his two clients together to bully me online about it. See photo. Or when his client, Kanye West, organized a revenge porn music video which strips my body naked. Now Scooter has stripped me of my life's work that I wasn't given an opportunity to buy. Essentially, my musical legacy is about to lie in the hands of someone who tried to dismantle it. This is my worst-case scenario. This is what happens when you sign a deal at 15 to someone from whom the term, quote, loyalty is clearly just a contractual concept. And when that man says, quote, music has value, he means its value is beholden to men who had no part in creating it. When I left my master's in Scott's hands, I made peace with the fact that eventually he would sell them. Never in my worst nightmares did I imagine the buyer would be Scooter. Anytime Scooter, or sorry, anytime Scott Brochetta has heard the words Scooter Braun escalate my, sorry, escape my lips, it was when I was either crying or trying not to. He knew what he was doing. They both did. Controlling a woman who didn't want to be associated with them. In, in, oh, in perpetuity, that means forever. Thankfully, I am now signed to a label that believes I should own anything I create. Thankfully, I left my past in Scott's hands and not my future. And hopefully young artists or 
kids with musical dreams will read this and learn about how to better protect themselves in a negotiation. You deserve to own the art you make. I will always be proud of my past work, but for a healthier option, Lover will be out August the 23rd. Sad and grossed out, comma, broken heart emoji, Taylor. So sad. So sad. Also, I just need to apologize because Stephanie can attest to this since we've been going to school together since we were very little. I'm not very good at reading out loud, so I did my best there. Also, pronouncing things is hard for me. So, sorry. Thank you. Um, So, like I said, wanted to read that. Very important to know. So, that gets posted and the internet loses its mind, for lack of better words. I was Mostly literally, <laughs> literally, you guys, we got ice cream and I was just watching it melt. It literally melted. He didn't even like, eat it. I could not focus. I was just so saddened. <laughs> okay. So that happens. And then, like I said, online, things start getting, getting pretty crazy. So we're just going to kind of break it down. We cannot tell you every single person that has liked, commented, posted, etc. But we're going to just give you some standouts in our opinion. We'll read you some of the more prominent ones. um, And then we'll kind of wrap up the episode with our thoughts and opinions. Sound good? Sounds good. On the road again. That's that's what's (laughs) literally playing in my head right now. Because we're literally just going down the interstate. Stephanie's doing a great job also. Multitasking. Um, Okay. So a big name in the situation is obviously Ariana Grande. She's the most followed woman on Instagram. She's represented by Scooter. Has been for several years. And also kind of friends with Taylor. Right. She's very much in the middle, you could say. She had posted an Instagram story that morning congratulating Stuart on buying... Scooter. Scooter. Also, I just want to add that Scott and Scooter are too similar, and it's really confusing to me because I, I just said Stewart. Oh yeah, see, Same okay. thing. Oh, sorry, a lot of names being thrown around in this in this equation. So, Ariana Grande post on her story congratulating Scooter. Now, she then, when this all thing comes out, deletes the story, which is which is honestly bigger than. Like, that says a lot. Right. For her. Um, Also, just a few hours ago, a source um, close to Grande told Variety that she's frustrated by the whole thing um, and that Grande really wants to speak out about it, but um, Braun is encouraging all his acts to stay out of it. Um, So, that's why she hasn't really spoken up about the situation. But she did delete an Instagram story. So she posted an Instagram story earlier today that reads. You know that celebrities know that people screenshot their stuff within like a second. She probably knew, like she did that on purpose knowing that if she posted it and then deleted it, it wouldn't be out there still, but that people would still screenshot it and get the message out. Yeah. Very purposeful on her part. Like, yes, I agree. So this is what she wrote again. Again, it was deleted. I would never support someone with the intention of hurting another person, dot, dot, dot. I spoke to him myself as soon as I heard, dot, dot. I don't mean to make this public or get involved, but I've noticed mixed opinions where people used my name, dot, dot, dot. Please spread love. I'm so, so sorry, Tay. I love you. Stay strong. Then there's another little caption that says, tour dates being posted shortly. Then another one, love always. Then at the bottom, deleting in a man. This didn't happen. Black heart emoji. Very, very interesting. So 
that's just a little bit about Ariana and what we know about how she's feeling about the situation. He's notably her biggest artist that he manages, so it's important to mention her. Ariana's very much in the middle. Very much. Um, some other notable things, Miley Cyrus, Billie Eilish, Nicki Minaj, um, Lana Del Rey, Britney Spears, Little Mix, Rihanna, Harry Styles, Adele, Joe, Jonah, Joe Jonas, Camila Cabello, Selena Gomez, and many others have all unfollowed Scooter Braun. Again, a very subtle nod to this is how I feel about the situation without speaking on it. Um, Also, can we add Joe and Harry? Like, what men they are to do that. You know I love them. Glad to hear that. Um, Also, it's it's important to mention that Selena Gomez's mom posted um, on her Instagram a post in support of Taylor. Um, It was on the notes app. Yes. Um, I'm not going to read it because... I don't think it's that important, but she's obviously supporting Taylor. Just, you know, said she was thinking about her, was here for her, etc. So these are some of the more really important posts. I'm going to go through them. I'm going to read them. So kind of after Taylor put, put the blog out there, Justin Bieber was the next one to post. So he posted an old picture with Taylor, and here is the caption. Hey, Taylor, first of all, I would like you to apologize for posting... Oh, Sorry. Hey, Taylor. First of all, I would like to apologize for posting that hurtful Instagram post. At the time, I thought it was funny, but looking back, it was distasteful and insensitive. I have to be honest, though. It was my caption and post that I screenshotted of Scooter and Kanye and said, quote, Taylor Swift, what up? He didn't have anything to do with it, and it wasn't even a part of the conversation in all actuality. He was the one person who told me not to joke like that. Dot, dot, dot. Scooter has had your back since the days you graciously let me open up for you. As the years have passed, we haven't crossed paths and gotten to communicate our differences, hurt, or frustrations. So for you to take it to social media and get people to hate on Scooter isn't fair. What were you trying to do? What were you trying to accomplish by posting that blog? Seems to me like it was to get sympathy. You also knew that in posting that, your fans would go and bully Scooter. Anyway, one thing I know is both Scooter and I love you. I feel like the one way to resolve conflict is through communication. So banter back and forth online, I don't believe solves anything. I'm sure Scooter and I would love to talk to you and resolve any conflict, pain, or any feelings that need to be addressed. Neither Scooter or I have anything negative to say about you. We truly want the best for you. I usually don't rebuttal things like this, but when you try and deface someone I love's character, that's crossing a line. Dot, dot, dot. Justin. The drama. (laughs) Okay. So, it's important to then mention that on this post that Justin posted, Yale, we're hoping we're pronouncing that right, right, who is Scooter Braun's wife, commented and said, I couldn't love you anymore, or I've never loved you anymore. Um, I can't, it's not popping up. She might have deleted it. I don't know. Basically, she commented. But the biggest comment on the thing was Haley Bieber, Justin's wife, commented and said, gentlemen, with a period. Then a little while later, Cara Delvine, who Wait, we know, she commented just gentlemen, yes, like calling Scooter and Justin that, yes. And then Yale commented and was like, "I've never loved you more," or something like that. What in the world, Haley? Literally. Okay. So, again, guys, we've been like in concert mode doing things, so like we're both not really fully up to date on every single thing. By we, I mean Stephanie because she's driving. I've literally sat here for two hours and made this outline. Okay. So, Kara, who's one of Taylor's really good friends, 
comments on comments not on Justin's post, but comments on his post replying to Haley. That's very important to know. So she comments and says, gentlemen, question mark, at Haley Bieber, at Justin Bieber, you must be bored. I wish you spent less time sticking up for men and more time, more time trying to understand women and, res- and respecting their valid reactions. As a married man, you should be lifting up women instead of tearing them down because you are threatened. I'm not sure you actually understand what an apology is. This issue that at Taylor Swift is talking about, is talking out, is about far more than a picture, and you know that. As you said, you haven't spoken to her in years, which means you definitely don't understand the situation. I do. Take a step back and try to learn from this. We should all be on the same team. End of story. With the kissy emoji. Yeah, you go, girl. So appropriate, I thought. I mean... Yeah, the comment, Haley saying gentlemen, does not make any sense. No. And like... I like both of them just fine, but I don't know why you would say something like that to support the way that they're acting. Right. I just love how she, like, called out the fact, like, yeah, you haven't spoken to her in years. So, clearly, you don't know the situation. So, like, why are you even talking about it? All right. So, then, Yale does a post. Again, that is Scooter Braun's wife. She has clearly gone into the notes app on her phone and typed this out and posted it. At the time, she had her comments on and people were commenting on it. Now, today, when I went back and looked, she's turned her comments off. Oh, so she was obviously getting a lot of hate. I'm going to read it. It's three different slides. Here we go. Quote, I have never been one for a public airing of laundry, but when you attack my husband, dot, 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 here we go. Let's start with at Taylor Swift. Whoa. Then let's get the facts straight. You were given the opportunity to own your masters. You passed. Interesting that the man you're so, quote, grossed out by believed in you more than you believe in yourself. Your dad is a shareholder and was notified and Brochetta personally told you before this came out. So no, you didn't find out with the world. And girl, who are you to talk about bullying? The world has watched you collect and drop friends like wilted flowers. My husband is anything but a bully. He spent his life standing up for people and causes he believes in. Dot, dot, dot. Beyond that, it's easy to see that the point of putting this out was to get people to bully him. You are supposed to be a role model, but continue to model bullying. He's a manager, not God. He cannot control the actions of other humans, even ones he manages. Don't blame him because Kim caught you in a lie. It's embarrassing. I know, but adults own up to their mistakes. We learn and grow from them. We don't divert blame and blur the lines of reality to suit our needs. What we haven't seen is what happens behind closed doors. When he was supported and stood up for you. When he was challenged. When he has challenged his clients to be kind or be quiet. When he has reached an olive branch out to you on numerous occasions. Scott, Scooter, was so excited to work and build with you. How embarrassing this temper temper tantrum is because you don't get your own way. He believes in and supports you. I sincerely hope you can learn to love and believe in yourself the way my husband does. Lastly, if you think he can control his clients, please control your fans. Leave our personal life and kids out of this. You don't understand yet what line that crosses, but one day you will. And I hope you have the dignity, class, and kindness to leave your fans out of this and have an open discussion. Tumblr can't fix this. A phone call can. That really fired me up for a lot of reasons. I didn't like the comment about how she doesn't have friends. Are you effing kidding me? 
Second of all, I did like the point about they have kids, they have a family. Like, maybe this could have been handled different. I don't know. Who are we to say? But that is a good point on her part. Like, fans, us, Swifties, no one should be going and attacking her family or Scooter in general. Um, Any other thoughts on her post? I think that we need to discuss the whole, how she said that Taylor had the opportunity to own her own things because I think right. that gets very confusing. Yes. Because I like what apparently how it happened is that this Scott guy told Taylor that she could earn back one of her own old albums each time she produced a new one. So to me that does not prove any point. That's not fair at all. That is just abusive to Taylor making her have to put out all these new albums just to earn one of hers back. So I don't think the way that in her post she said you had the right to own this again, she didn't because all they had to do was offer her if she wanted to buy it, and she would have. But that's not the same thing as her having to work to make all these albums to earn one back one at a time. So I don't, to, from my opinion, looking at how it is, they never offered her the ability to buy all her music back. They claim that, like, she had the opportunity because she could have earned it back one by one. But to me, that doesn't really prove any sort of point. Go off, sis. Wow. Just don't agree with that. No, I agree, too. And I want to be very careful because I'm not a woman, so, like, I don't want to misspeak. But you obviously know I support women entirely. I think it looked very bad of her as a woman to post this and say, like, you could have bought it back. You just would have had to, you know, like... Right. I I agree with you. And if you notice in her post, she never said you had the chance to buy it. Like, she says you had the chance to, like, own it or the opportunity, which is exact. They're trying to spin it like she could have bought it back, but they're not using those words because that wasn't the real story. She would have had to work to earn it back all the work that she did on her own. It just blows my mind that she, these it's her voice, her music, everything that was in her head, and she doesn't even own it. Amen. Um, so then shortly after that, Taylor's rep, um, her publicist, whoever, um, released a statement to people um, basically saying that her father had chosen not to be involved in any shareholder calls rather than sign an NDA. So if he wanted to be on those calls, he would have had to sign an NDA and then he wouldn't have been able to talk to Taylor about it or tell her about it. So that obviously would have created a riff slash situation between them. So no, he was not on the calls, the, the rep said. Um, and she also said um, about Scott's claim that he had texted Taylor about the deal before the news broke, saying she hadn't read the text before seeing that the news was reported online. Um, so, interesting. Uh, also, it was said that Scott messaged Taylor at 9.05 p.m., and Taylor was rumored to be in London, so she wouldn't have received the text till 3 a.m. London time, and we don't know what time Taylor Swift slept to. We don't know. So the odds of her not seeing it until the rest of the world did are very likely. Um, then Scott, who I just want to mention, Scott used to follow me on Instagram, actually. That's a fun fact. Yeah, which is crazy. And I used to DM him back and forth during the day trying to get a job with Big Machine. Um, he follows, like, literally millions of people um, because he seems a little thirsty to me. But um, just fun fact, I used to DM with him. Um, so he posted on the Big Machine website, and this is what he said. So it's time for some truth. 
In regard to a post earlier today from Taylor, it's time to set some things straight. Taylor's dad, Scott Swift, was a shareholder in Big Machine Records, LLC. We first alerted all the shareholders on Thursday, June 20th for an official stakeholders call scheduled for Tuesday, June 25th. On the 625 call, the shareholders were made aware of the pending deal with Aisha Holdings. That's not how you say it. I literally don't know how to say it. Whatever it is. Scooter's Company. Scooter's Company. And had three days to go over all the details of the proposed transaction. We then had a final call on Friday, June 28th, in which the transaction passed with a majority vote and three of the five shareholders voting yes, with a 92% of the shareholders vote. Out of courtesy, courtesy, I personally texted Taylor at 9.06 p.m. Saturday, June 29th, to inform her prior to the story breaking on the morning of Sunday, June 30th, so she could hear it directly from me. I guess it might somehow be possible that her dad, Scott, 13 management lawyer, Jay whatever his last name is, who represented Scott Swift on the shareholder calls, or 13 management executive and Big Machine LLC shareholder Frank Bell, who was on the shareholder calls, didn't say anything to Taylor over the prior five days. I guess it's possible that she might not have seen my text, but I truly doubt she, quote, woke up to the news when everyone else did. I'm attaching a few very important deal points in what was part of our official last offer to Taylor Swift to remain at Big 13 Records. Her 13 management team and attorney, Don Passon, went over this document in great detail and reported the terms to her in great detail. Taylor and I then talked about the deal together. As you will read, 100% of all Taylor Swift assets were to be transferred to her immediately upon signing the new agreement. We were working together on a new type of deal for our new streaming world that was not necessarily tied to albums, but more of a length of time. We are not an independent record company. We do not have tens of thousands of artists and recordings. My offer to Taylor for the size of our company was extraordinary, but it was also all I could offer as I'm responsible for dozens of artists' careers and over 120 executives and their families. Taylor and I remained on very good terms when she told me she wanted to speak with other record companies and see what was out there for her. I never got it in I never got in her way and wished her well. The morning that the new Taylor UMG announcement was going to be made, she texted me shortly before letting me know that the announcement was coming in a few minutes. As we both posted on our socials, we saluted each other and cheered each other on. Taylor had every chance in the world to not to own not just her master recordings, but every video, photograph, everything associated to her career. She chose to leave. As to her comments about being in tears or close to it any time my new partner Scooter Braun's name was brought up, I certainly never experienced that. Was I aware of of some prior issue between Taylor and Justin Bieber? Yes. But there were also times where Taylor knew that I was close to Scooter and that Scooter was a very good source of information for our upcoming album releases, tours, etc. And I'd reach out to him for information on our behalf. Scooter was never anything but positive about Taylor. He called me directly about Manchester to see if Taylor would participate. She declined. He called me directly to see if Taylor wanted to participate in the Parkland March. She declined. Scooter has always been and will continue to be a supporter and honest custodian for Taylor and her music. This was the text Taylor sent me on Monday, November 19th at 8.57 a.m. I don't really want to... I don't know. I don't want to read this because it's long and I've been... That was long. Um, But basically, she basically tells him that she's leaving uh, or that she's going to look other places. She thanks him, etc. He also puts out like 
copies of the deal that she was offered. But again, she already told, like she she didn't. As far as I saw, she never lied about like the deal she was offered. Whatever. So some other people that chimed in that we should make note of. Demi Lovato, who recently signed with Scooter, um, posted on her Instagram story and said, I've dealt with bad people in the industry, and Scooter is not one of them. He's a good man. Personally, I'm grateful he came into my life when he did. Please stop dragging people or bullying him. There's enough hate in this world as it is. And then another story. Y'all can come after me all you want, but I'm always going to stay loyal to my team. I value loyalty more than most people in this world, and if my name is going to be brought into conversations, I'm going to stand up for myself and the ones on my team. I don't think that Demi should have inserted herself into the situation at all. No. Um, it would be different if she's been with Scooter for 15 years. She signed with like him. Two weeks. Yeah, no. literally two months ago. So to, for her to be like, oh, I know him. He's so great. I'm sure she's known yeah, him, but know. she hasn't worked with him that long. So her statements to me are kind of irrelevant. In, yeah, irrelevant, invalid. Todrick Hall, who's one of Taylor's best friends, took to Twitter. A fun fact about Todrick is he used to be managed and represented by Scooter's um, team business. Todrick tweeted and said, For those asking, I left Scooter Braun a long time ago. I'm saddened by this news, but not shocked. He's an evil person whose only concern is his wealth and feeding his disgusting ego. I believe he is homophobic, and I know from his own mouth that he is not a Swift fan. I truly hope justice is served and that my friend's music will fall into the hands of, better, of a better human. I would normally not say anything because I'm sure Scooter will threaten me like he has before to keep me quiet. But guess what, Scooter? Nothing you can do to me would be worse than the six years of my life. I can't get back from when I was ignored as your, quote, artist. Shoot! I was like, wow. He posted that on Twitter and then, then posted screenshots on Instagram. Then Demi Lovato comes and comments on his post on Instagram and says, Hey, boo, IDK you or anything, and this isn't hate, but making claims that someone is homophobic is really serious. Please don't spread information that isn't true because I can guarantee you Scooter isn't. As a member of the LBGTQ plus community, myself, we wouldn't have signed, he wouldn't have signed me if he was. No hate, just trying to clear that up. Peace sign emoji. But also, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't I don't understand that. Also, then she deleted the comments. So, like, oh, yeah. there must, you know. He then took to Twitter to address that and said, I haven't read these yet, so I'm reading them for the first time. Not- Just a for, fair warning. Live. My initial reaction. Dear Demi, first off, why did you delete your tweet? Secondly, I love you and listen to your music religiously, but thirdly, you cannot compare your experience to mine, especially with someone I was with for six years and you've only just signed with. Exactly. Exactly. PSA, just because you have a black friend doesn't mean you can't still be racist. And just because you're not picketing against gay marriage doesn't mean you're not homophobic. I said what I said and I believe what I believe. Also, stop using your one client who identifies as queer to stand up for you. There's no way Demi saw my tweet. That means someone from your team is reaching out to them, using them to defend you. Fight your own battles. Then he said, being black and gay in this industry is hard as hell, and it was even harder when I signed with that man, and unless someone has walked in my shoes, I don't care to compare your their experiences to mine, period. Wow. I like it. Also, we don't like to get political here at Saturation, so we're not going to say much other than that. But uh, we felt it important to note those things. Martha Hunt, who's one of Taylor's best friend, famous model, Victoria's Secret, 
Angel, etc., tweeted and said, Taylor doesn't deserve for someone who has constantly bullied her to own the rights to her blood, sweat, plus tears. It's not the dark ages. Artists shouldn't be held down, and I couldn't be prouder of my friend for standing up for what's right. End of story. Sweet. Little support for Taylor. My favorite person to come up in all of this, drumroll please. Yes. Halsey. So good. Halsey tweets a. Also, this girl was smart enough to make her notes colored. Do you see what I'm talking about? Like, it's no, a pink right. background. Like, I like a good person that puts a little creativity right. in not just gets in their notes and slams Seriously people. Types, yeah. yeah. So Halsey tweeted with the butterfly emoji and tagged Taylor Swift, and this is what she said. Taylor Swift is a huge reason why I always in, why I always insisted to write my own music. I believed if she did, parentheses, in a way that made my teeth ache like cold water and my heart swell and my eyes leak, end quote, then I should too. Because that's how you make someone feel. To drag it from the pits of your heart, to offer it on a platter and say, quote, take some, but take kindly. She deserves to own the painstaking labor of her heart. She has surpassed all expectations of what an artist is even capable of. She capulated her stardom into the Milky Way, and it turns my guts that no matter how much power or success a woman has in this life, you are still susceptible to someone coming along and making you feel powerless out of spite. It speaks volumes to how we have come how far we have come in the music industry, the way writers are treated, how as an entertainer you're respected, but as a writer you're walked all over. Even when you are both in one single body, I'm standing with her pink heart emoji. Oh my gosh, she gives me chills. I thought that that was the best response because she really got to the core of what this issue is. Right. This is not issue with beef. This is this has right. This has nothing to do with Kim, Kanye, Scooter. This this has to do with the music industry and how women are not being treated well and represented. It also has to deal with the rights that songwriters have um, that are not clear and that are not fair. Um, and Taylor Swift has said many times at her core, she is a songwriter. And so I think that Halsey identified with that and came out and said it in a beautifully, beautifully right. done way. Yeah, I think she did good too. Uh, also, we should mention that fans uh, created a uh, online, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? An on- petition um, for Taylor to re-release her six albums because since Scooter now owns them, he could take them off of iTunes. He could take them off Spotify. She could never receive money from it again. He's in full control of it. So people are saying Crazy. she needs to re-release them in her own right so that she can own them. And within like two hours, it had over 25,000 signatures. But also you were saying like, it's not just that easy, right? Like if she did no, that, no, no. it would be like breaking contracts. So they could sue her which like right. who knows if that would really do that much right, but right. but if that ha- if she wanted to do that she'd have this petition with all the signatures and right. that could play into it but one of the most famous people that signed the signature is can you guess Katy Perry Katy Perry new friends she um commented on it as well as signing it and said I stand with Taylor stay strong my friend I think that's so sweet that was again a beautiful way to do it she didn't post about it she right. didn't like things she did, She literally signed it because she believes in it she signed it um I mean Iggy Azalea came out and talked about it um like like, like we mentioned we can't go through every single person but a lot of people were coming out supporting both artists again I don't believe that it should be Team Taylor Team Scooter right. like that's why I like these last two. And I'm sure two. there's 
pieces on both sides where some things Taylor's right about, some things she's wrong yeah. about, some things that Scooter is right about. I'm sure there's a lot of both sides. It's a lot of he said, she said, which is always very hard. Right. Um, so we wanted to do, like I mentioned earlier, she's very vocal on Tumblr. That's her thing. And she, when this all broke, she was on Tumblr, Tumblr monitoring and was liking several people's posts. So we just want to read you some of them that she liked just to give you kind of a clear mindset about how she's feeling. Um, one per, po, po, person posted and said, quote, we haven't gotten to communicate our differences. Um, this She's talking about Justin Bieber's post that I read earlier. You cheated on her best friend and then publicly sided with the man who made revenge porn against her. Was she supposed to invite you over for tea? F out of here. I loved that. <laughs> People were going crazy over that because then they were like, wait, is, this, is Taylor confirming that he cheated on Selena Gomez? Oh, snap. Interesting. Um, she also liked Scooter or Scooby's wife out here wants me to believe that Taylor was offered her masters of her last six albums and was like, oh no, that's okay. Thanks for the offer. Someone else can own them and continue to profit off them, even though the sole reason I'm leaving to go to Universal Records is so I can own my masters in the future. Yeah, that that is what we want to hear. That's a that big doesn't make point. any sense for them to say that she had every right and she didn't want it. Why would she pass on that? If the whole reason she's getting a new record label is to own her own music. Amen. Um, some more things that she liked. Scott and Scooter making Justin speak instead of making their own statements. L-O-L. True. Um, another one. It's not an apology when you proceed to gaslight someone in the same post. I agree. That's obviously talking about Justin Bieber's right. post. Um, because he just continued again to right. kind of put on That was not an blast. apology no. at all. Um... Another one, Justin, Colin. I don't know why you had to bring this up on social media with all these sad faces. Justin is saying this all on social media. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't blame him. I don't blame him because I don't know. Um, okay, another one. The first man who speaks out will be the real man. Um, another one. We're all waiting to see one male artist speak up and address how wrongly female artists are treated. One male artist. How is that too much to ask? Um, Swiftful Thinking 13 said, the silence coming from the men in the music industry right now is deafening. I'm sad but not surprised. If this would have happened to a man in the music industry, no matter how famous, the outrage would be twice as loud. Gotta love the double standard. Another one. It's a meme that says, the uh, uh, it says, sorry, I lost my place. Literally, these people are making public posts, then going, quote, we're free to talk anytime. And then the wife of Scooter said, don't bring our kids into this. What what Taylor did asking for the rights to her own music has anything to do with your kids? It doesn't make any sense. So those are just like a few things that she was liking on Tumblr, just to give you a perspective for how she's feeling um, about this. Another thing, I went to the Reputation store, literally, store. A thousand times. I'm so delirious. I went to the Reputation tour five, four times, and every time on the tour, she had, during, like, when she'd be back in the changing, she'd have different things come on the screen, and one of them said, in honor of Lou Fuller, 19, or 1862 to 1928, pioneer in the arts, dance, and design and who fought for artists to own their own work. So she's been hinting at this issue for a long time. Right. 
that was, you know, last year. So it's just crazy to me how yeah. they don't own their own work. It is. Some of them. Okay, that's all the facts, basically all the things that we felt um, important to mention. Um, we want to give some thoughts and opinions and feelings. Do you have one or do you want me to start? Uh, I guess you can start. Okay, I saw this on Twitter and I wanted to, to just mention it because I thought it was so well said. Rihanna once was quoted saying, Never underestimate a man's ability to make you feel guilty for his mistakes. Hashtag we stand with Taylor. So that hashtag was trending. It was like number one, then it was number three. Everyone was... Tweeting that. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I kind of thought overall... Um, like, and we kind of already touched on it, but do we really think that Taylor would risk her career and, and her reputation that she worked so hard to repair just to be petty and get attention if she knew that Scott and Scooter had any real proof to discredit her statements? She's way too smart for that. Like, she's not going to do all this knowing that they have something on her, you know? Right. She's been through all this type of thing before. Yeah. Um... Also, I was really confused how Taylor standing up for herself and speaking her truth, um, trying to t- change the music industry, is some way her asking for sympathy. And right. that's not the point. She wants to own her music. That's the point of this. Right. Um, and that's the bottom line. I also think it's important to look back at her 2016 Grammys speech. That's been circulating a lot where she talks about... Um, Oh, yeah. Kind of makes nods to this issue. This isn't the first time she's been speaking about it, and it's clear that she hasn't been heard, so she had to go and call out some people. I mean, what's she supposed to do? I don't know. Right. Um, My last kind of thought that I had written down is that she wrote all these albums by herself, um, you know, at a very young ages, and no one helped her write them. She did it alone in... Like, when she was 20, in her in the first week, her album sold a million copies. That's um, And now, some man now owns that. They, that, is, that does not make sense. That wasn't even involved me. in her life at that time. Right. Like, at all. And so, it's like, how, like, like, how can you not be angry about that? Like, how, like, I don't understand when people are out there, like, people are freaking out about this. Like, yeah. It just... It's not fair. And like, you can say life's not fair all you want, but I think this is an issue, and a lot of people feel this issue. Right. I would agree. I'm just so sad that Taylor is involved in the drama again. Yeah. We've because, been really heartbroken yes, about it. Like, I understand that she should fight for this and all that, but I was so excited that she had moved on from the reputation and was going to get this new album out that was, like, all about moving on and, like... She's just being happy and herself again, and now there's just more drama. I mean, I mean, it's just part of it, I guess, but it just makes me sad for her. One of my favorite lines from Reputation, I swear I don't love the drama, it loves me. It really does. And it I, loves her. <laughs> I've never resonated more with that during this. I also was telling Steph yesterday, for all of you listening, and a lot of you can probably relate to this in some way or another. Whenever you go through a really hard time like Taylor did in 2016 and you kind of learn your own strength, you realize that and you kind of come up from that like she did at Reputation, this isn't going to affect her the same way. I think that right. Lover is still going to be great. We as her fans and supporters need to blast it and stream it and buy it when it comes out so it breaks records and continues to add to this positive narrative of change. Um, so I'm like not worried about Taylor. I think that she's in a really good place and she 
she's ready to fight for her rights, clearly. Yeah, she's so, already been through and come out of bad exactly. things Exactly. And like I said, I'm a fan of Scooter. I'm a fan of all the people, artists that he manages. Um, and I think that this, again, isn't about him. It's about the, the issue at hand. Yes, the bottom line, which we've mentioned, is that she needs to own her own work. Um, so, yeah. Man. What that, a whirlwind. That's our thoughts, feelings, findings, and emotions. Yes. Let us know yours. Please let us know yours. Uh, I'd just like to mention that as soon as I get home, Grace and I are recording our normal episode for this week. This will come out on Tuesday, July the 2nd, and the regular episode will come out on Wednesday, July the 3rd. Um, also, if you would love any bonus Sean Mendes content, if you're a fan of that, don't know who wouldn't be, great pictures to look at. You can check out both of our Instagrams. I'm sure there will be lots there to see. <laughs> give, us, give us the handles. Um, <laughs> mine is SB012. <laughs> at SBO12. SBO12. <laughs> mine is at WKBethay. For some little, happier times. Little yeah, plug yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did have a great time. We took some great pictures. I literally posted so many on my stories. Right. A if bit you're ago. just, you know, beat down from listening to all this Taylor drama, go look at some pictures of Sean Mendez. Yeah. I don't cheer anybody up. We love her. We support her. We're sorry if the audio is not great on this one. Again, we're literally in a car, and it's an emergency, and you wanted this. So here it is. We provide. (laughs) Um, Any last closing thoughts or whatnot? I don't think so. I think I'm just going to keep blasting. You need to calm down. Yes, everyone needs to calm down. um, I'm going to try to calm down, and I'm just going to pray and send love to our girl. Yes. We stand with Taylor. We stand with Taylor. If you're a Swifty, please share this. Um, it will really help us write a review, a comment. Um, you guys really seem to like Swifty School, so the more Swifties that listen, maybe um, it'll get more well-known. So that's fun. Yeah. Okay. All We're right. just going to be driving down the road. Yep. Pray that we get home. Soon. Pray that we get home. We will see you all soon. See ya. Bye. Bye.